Hello, I'm Ron Edwards, host of the Ron Edwards American Experience, and you're tapping into the truth with Tim Tapp. Welcome to today's broadcast of Tap into the Truth. Hope you're having a fantastic day wherever you are and whatever you may be doing, with all the usual caveats, of course. With you as always, I am your ever so humble and mostly peaceful host, Tim Tap, coming to you from historic Rome County, Tennessee, and so very glad to have you along for the ride. Man, oh man, a time of the live broadcast happens to be Tuesday. It is July 11th, 2023. And some of you will be listening to the rebroadcast of this show uh, on Wednesday. So if anything's a little dated by then, please forgive. But you guys know that I'm normally on the cutting edge. But there's so much stuff to talk about. There's no way to get to all of it today. There's just not. Too many different stories that I wanted to talk about. Won't get to very many of them. Unfortunately, it's the nature of the limited time scope. And beyond that, for the past couple of weeks, I've been thinking it is time to once again make good on my promise that I made a while back to just randomly mention Charlie Gard. Now, for those of you that think 
the name Charlie Guard sounds familiar, but you can't quite place it because this is a story that is just no longer right there at the forefront of the media and probably won't be again until some other child suffers from mitochondrial DNA depletion syndrome. But uh, Charlie Guard was the young child infant that in fact did have this mitochondrial DNA disorder that led to his death. It was a major story because of the socialized health care that exists in the UK. You see, Charlie Gard was born in the United Kingdom. The socialized medicine there could not, would not offer up any experimental treatments, would not offer up any efforts to save this child's life. They simply tried to manage his demise. Now, the reason I want to continue to mention Charlie Gard's name is because his parents fought like hell to try to get the British healthcare system to release their child, let them off the hook, to allow them to take him out of the country to at least attempt some experimental treatments, treatments that were going to be completely paid for. There were millions and millions of dollars worldwide donated, contributed for the effort to bring this child to Israel, to bring the child to the United States, to bring the child to Japan, where doctors and cutting-edge bioscientists were ready to offer up various forms of experimental treatments. But because socialism is at the heart of socialized medicine, and socialism has governmental control at the heart of its very existence, they could not allow young Charlie Gard to be released. They could not allow for one moment that any UK citizen think for a second that their parental rights trumped the power and authority of the government, and in this case, of the medical care provided free of charge. The managed death of Charlie Gard. Now, I said at the time, I, I hate advocating for it, but not only did they do a disservice, a disservice to the idea, the concept of parental rights, not only did they do a disservice to the sanctity of life in the effort to allow Charlie Gard to receive experimental treatments so that at the very least he had a chance at life, knowing that there was nothing they could do. But they also did a disservice to medical science. Because the one thing that could have come from this, even if Charlie could not have been saved by any of these experimental treatments, more scientific data would have been accumulated. Steps down the road potentially leading to treatments and hopefully even at some point a full-blown cure for this mitochondrial DNA depletion syndrome would have been available. It would have occurred. Charlie Gard should have never been a human guinea pig, but the data could have been invaluable. Years from now, 
treatments may eventually come to a point where they can do something with it, but it is entirely possible that should Charlie Gard had been allowed to receive experimental treatments, we could have shaved decades off of that. And the whole time, the British health system claimed to be doing this in the name of allowing dignity in the passing of this newborn. Dignity in the passing. Allowing a life to end that had barely begun because they had to maintain control. Parents should have had control. The parents should have had control. So never forget the number one reason why we should never allow socialized medicine here. Because as we have seen in every place that exists, in the UK, in Canada, wherever, it is never about giving you better treatment or better care. It is always about them having control over you, even if it means innocence must die. So there's your Charlie Guard mention. Like I said, it's overdue. Something tells me, I don't know, the fact that I've been feeling this for a while and I hadn't snuck it in makes me think that very soon we may have a similar situation. We may have a reason to talk about socialized medicine again. So you can mark it. It's, it's just a weird feeling. I've got hopefully not, but I, it's been on my heart. Maybe just somebody out there in a position to cast a deciding vote may hear this and may be reminded of all of the ridiculous platitudes and emotional appeals, what still comes down. All right, before we dive into any of the headlines that I'm going to briefly mention because I don't have the time to get into their stories, I want to take a moment to remind you that if you have not yet visited 4patriots.com, you are postponing something that you really shouldn't be postponing. Look, the number one way to truly enjoy all the blessings of individual liberty is to be individually responsible. And you can't really say you're being responsible if you don't have some functioning level of self-sufficiency. And our friends over at Four Patriots do a really good job of helping you to be self-sufficient, especially when things go sideways. If we have long-term power failures, if supply chain issues keep food off the grocery shelves, if you just need to purify a water source because utilities are down, whatever it may be, regardless of what may cause it, it's good to be self-sufficient and adequately prepared. So what I'm asking you to do is go visit our friends over at Four Patriots and just peruse all of their offerings. As long as you visit 4patriots.com and you decide to make a purchase, you can use promo code TAPP, T-A-P-P, at checkout and save yourself 10% off your order. And again, I know it's getting old. I've been saying this a lot for all of these promo pieces for our sponsors, but during Bidenomics, who doesn't need to save some money? 10% off is a pretty good deal. All right, so anyway, uh, one last time, visit 4patriots.com. That's the number 4patriots.com. Use promo code TAP at checkout. Save yourself 10%. 
and that's the way that is. All right, so uh, headline that you may have missed that you really need to know about. Uh, we'll start with the fact that there's a judge that has nixed the Biden request that would allow contact with social media companies. This is a follow-up story on what we talked about earlier last week when it came to a ruling coming down. It happened on the 4th of July, Independence Day, woohoo, uh, where we had literally a federal judge say, okay, we know what's going on. Uh, you guys, you need to stop trying to censor Americans uh, through social media. Uh, stop deputizing social media to do it. Stop trying to influence them. Stop trying to pressure them. Okay, so the Biden administration announced shortly thereafter their intention to appeal that ruling. But what happened here uh, this past Monday is that the same judge that issued the order to uh, say no more issued this injunction preventing certain folks from being in touch with social media companies. They smacked away the Biden administration by saying, uh, no, we're not going to allow the uh, the stay of my injunction while this is adjudicated. So it's a bit of a win uh, still, and it's funny that it ends up in front of the same judge. So the judge said, nope, uh, I'm glad you guys think that you want to do this, uh, but uh, you're just not going to do this while this makes its way through court. So I hope you can uh, make a better argument and try to win. <laughs> All right, another headline that you're going to get plenty of coverage of, but it's important enough to mention here. Uh, Watchdog Group has filed a complaint against the Biden Joint Chiefs nominee over race-based hiring. Ooh, you know, uh, we just had the Supreme Court weigh in on colleges and universities using race as criteria to let people in. What we have here is the American Accountability Foundation filing a complaint against Air Force General C.Q. Brown over his promotion of race-based hiring. Uh, this took place, of course, ahead of the uh, Senate hearing that took place today, time of the live show, Tuesday, to consider his nomination. So the Senate was first beginning to consider the nomination. And, of course, in this complaint, they referenced previous comments that Brown has made about hiring for diversity and for referring to the military as a, and I'm quoting here, white boys club. Now, again, he's a black man and he's an Air Force general. Sounds very white boy club to me. How about meritocracy instead of mediocrity? Anyway, uh, that's a big headline. Uh, I'll try to save this next one. Uh, this I'm probably going to play in a little more than just a headline. But uh, also, we, of course, have Joe Biden embarrassing us on the world stage as he's over at the NATO meeting. And we have Zelensky of Ukraine whining that NATO said, well, we're going to support Ukraine, but uh, we're not really going to set up a time frame for you to join? <laughs> okay, first and foremost, it'd be utterly ridiculous for Ukraine to join NATO in the middle of a war. Okay, that's that's a bad thing. None of the allies want to automatically have to go to, okay, now we're at war with Russia. 
None of them. Not a single. Most of them, and I'm looking at you, uh, Germany, most of them want to get back to being able to freely, above board, purchase oil from Russia. That's what they'd like to do. Instead, they have to continue to play the sanctions game that's actually helping make Russia richer and pretend like, okay, yeah, we're definitely 100% behind Ukraine. Why is Joe Biden uh, trying to make us all act like we're 100% behind Ukraine? At any rate, it, it is one of those crazier issues, and uh, that's ongoing, right? So just more insanity, more craziness. Uh, as all of this plays out, though, I, I wanted to talk about the fact that the man who inspired Sound of Freedom, he was uh, having to go out there and defend uh, the movie uh, against critics. A lot of conservatives are picking up this cause now over the course of the last few days, and rightfully so, because the Sound of Freedom is knocking it out of the ballpark. People are going to see this movie in droves, and the more word has gotten out about it, the more people that are showing up. But the left hates it. The hate, the left has went so far as to try and pretend like, oh, well, this is a bunch of QAnon conspiracy theories. Uh, pretending like organizations like the Underground Railroad, uh, the modern version that was literally going around to different countries rescuing children that were being trafficked, uh, pretending like that was an organization that didn't even really exist, that it was just made up by Glenn Beck and uh, his associates, which actually, it's an organization that create, was created first. Glenn found out about it, and he threw his full support behind. It is an, an, organiza it is an organization that is real, and the gentleman that we are talking about, the man for which this movie is based on, a gentleman by the name of Tim Ballard, who is actually portrayed by Jim Caviezel, He's a former government agent who literally left his job because in the course of doing his work, he came to realize that this one girl was being sex trafficked. So he left his job in an effort to try and save this one girl because it haunted him that he wasn't able to do it during the course of his regular work. This was going on in Colombia. He ended up saving dozens of... Dozens of dozens, scores of children. He literally dedicated the remainder of his life to doing this work and continues to a much lesser extent, more of an administrator at this point. But he went in physically, put himself in harm's way to go save children. There was absolutely no justification to accuse the movie of being steeped in conspiracy theories of any kind, but especially conspiracy theories associated with QAnon. The thing here is most of the left, that uh, most of the so-called journalists, writers, and reporters that are trying to make this assertion, uh, they don't even know what QAnon is. They just, oh, well, you know, it's, it's out there and it's just crazy fan fiction where the Republicans uh, think that all the globalists are engaging in pedophilic ch child trafficking around the world. So that's what this is, because they have no idea what actually happened. They don't understand that this is a real thing. 
But at the end of the day, I got myself into some trouble on social media today. I have I've been on threads for a couple of days. I'm banned. I'm in Facebook jail at the moment, too. Probably uh, tossed off of Instagram, too. Not that I spend that much time on there. But I didn't post there. But here's what I posted. In regards to this particular topic. The reason that so many on the political left are attacking the movie The Sound of Freedom is because it does, in fact, expose the evils of both human trafficking and pedophilia. It reveals them as the villains that they are for supporting policies that make human trafficking more profitable and attempts to normalize pedophilia across the globe. And we've seen this over and over again. We've seen how now they've got the, the United Nations out there saying that uh, world leaders should allow children to decide for themselves whether they're going to physically interact with adults, that it shouldn't be criminalized. We've heard the TED Talks for the last decade about how pedophilia is really just another way of being, just another way of feeling. It's just another form of identification. They now want to go from the L and G to the LGB, now to the LGBT, and now they've got all the other stuff, and they want to add child-attracted adults to the letters. They want to act like pedophiles belong on that list too and should be protected. They can't stand this movie because the theme of the music, the theme of the movie that you hear over and over again, you've heard the line, you've seen the hashtags, you've seen the promotion, God's children are not for sale. They can't stand the fact that you mentioned God's children. How dare you? Because they know you're not talking about their God, big government. They know you're not talking about their God, Moloch, who you're supposed to sacrifice your children to. They can't stand this movie because it does, in fact, reveal them for being the heinous, horrific, pieces of subhuman slime that most of them are. And I challenge you, please, go read any of these so-called reviews of the movie coming from these left folks, the ones that hate it, the ones that mention QAnon conspiracy theories, the ones that mention how this is just fatherly fan fiction, the ones that are saying any and all of that kind of business, and look at who the writers of those articles are. Most of them, to the individual, are engagers in alternative lifestyles who are proud of their kink. Most of them have a severe hatred for America as she was founded. They have a severe hatred for Christians and traditionalists and conservatives, and you don't even get them started on the orange man's bat. I challenge you to find three that have written a negative review of Sound of Freedom that doesn't fall into that category. If you can find, actually, actually at this one, if you can find two of them, let me know, because I'm going to allow the possibility that there might be one floating around that I haven't seen. But 
it, it is absurd that that's where we are at. Absolutely absurd. And now I'm looking at the time, and I really don't have much time to get into the next thing. But I think I'm going to go ahead and try anyway. Because I don't want to spend a whole lot of time on it, period. Because you're going to get plenty of coverage on this one, too. But the Department of Justice announced charges against the so-called missing Hunter Biden witness. We're talking about federal prosecutors literally unsealing an indictment uh, just this past uh, just this week, we're barely into the week at this point, unsealed this indictment against an American-Israeli energy expert that has supposedly been the missing witness of the White House Republicans' investigation into the Biden family's business dealings for months. We're talking about Mr. Gal Luft, who's formally charged now, as of Monday, in the Southern District of New York, with counts related to willfully failing to register under the Foreign Agents Registration Act, arms trafficking, Iranian-sanctioned violations, and making false statements to federal agents. Now, again, as soon as I saw that story this morning, I went to social media, and I posted, and I should have known that that was going to draw ire too, but I wanted to make sure that I had my thoughts out there. I wanted to make sure that people knew, because I knew I would not be the only one to say this. It's funny. These particular charges are hilarious, because these are all things that Joe Biden and Hunter Biden, and even Joe's former boss, Barack Obama, have been doing for years. They've been acting as foreign agents. Uh, they failed to register as such, haven't they? They've lied. They made false statements to federal uh, agents. There's no doubt here. It's funny because it's ironic. It's funny because it's true. But at the same time, it's not funny at all because this is the current state that we're in. This guy has to be a credible witness. And the reason why I say he has to be a credible witness is because when he first contacted the Department of Justice, he was not in the United States. And they sent six to eight people to go meet with him. Uh, we're talking about agents. We're talking about prosecutors. We're talking about people that the federal government was going to have to pay for travel. Now, you don't have to take my word for it. If you know anyone who has worked for the federal government before, especially in the capacity of law enforcement where you have to travel, ask them how easy it is to get your expenses approved, to get that green light, that go-ahead. Nobody here had to wait to get a go-ahead. They were sent. These people knew this guy had something because he said point blank, I have proof that Hunter and Joe Biden have been meeting with Chinese energy companies and that they were paying Hunter Biden an exuberant amount of money for, as far as anyone could tell, nothing at all. Hunter Biden didn't bring any value to the table for the same reason we question his work with Burisma in the Ukraine. He doesn't know energy. He certainly doesn't know Ukraine. The only thing he knows is 
uh, my daddy is Joe Biden, and uh, you're going to send me some money. Because if you don't, then the big guy's not going to be happy. And we're both going to make life miserable for you. And meanwhile, China's like, hmm, hmm, these Bidens are very stupid people. We give them money, it's not a matter. We take control. What happens next? They took control. So anyway, the DOJ announced these charges against Gal Loft. They're going to indict him. They're going to charge him criminally. Now, call me skeptical. Call me cynical. Call me wild and crazy. Tell me to take that tinfoil hat off. But it feels like it might be a little bit political. It feels like, and I'm just spiffballing here, and it might be me. I might be the crazy one. But it feels like they're just trying to discredit this guy because if he's seen as a legitimate witness, then they have to stop pretending that Joe Biden's not a criminal. See, they're okay with you thinking that, uh, well, you know, he's just getting kind of old, and maybe that's why we should dump him off the side and pick somebody else. They're okay with pretending like, well, you know, sure, he made several allowances for his son, but it's because he loved his son, because he's a loving, caring family man. Uh, ignore the fact that he took inappropriate showers with his daughters when they were young. Never mind the fact that he still likes going around groping and sniffing children and well, random married women. And certainly, never mind the fact that he still refuses to acknowledge he has a seventh grandchild, a lovely little four-year-old girl living in Arkansas. <laughs> of course, you know, every time we mention that, that's Republicans pounce. It's not, hey, guys, you're a piece of slime for not acknowledging you have a family member here. Oh, well, you know, we're going to reduce the amount of child support, and we're going to give you some of these paintings from Hunter. Now, we're going to tell you these paintings have an estimated value of blah, 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 blah dollars each. Doesn't matter which. Problem is, baby mama probably buys into the idea because she's seen these so-called sales price tags of Hunter Biden's other art. You know, again, the new version of money laundering and continuing to sell and peddle influence. There's a reason why they would never release who bought these paintings from Hunter. These are, are, have you seen any of Hunter's paintings? I mean, I have a grandson right now who is about to turn six months old, and he could probably produce much better art. In fact, I'm going to take the word probably off of there. He definitely could. Hunter Biden is not a talented artist. This was more grift. This was more transfer of funds. This was more influence peddling right underneath your nose. And we all know it. If you have eyes and can see, if you refuse to ignore the obvious spin and lies and criminality, you can see it for what it is. It's obvious. So, yes, loving, caring, family man, cranky-ass Joe Biden. You know, because now he's a screamer. Uh, his new nickname as of today is Old Yeller, right? Because they're making a big deal about him yelling at people. And yeah, so what? 
that isn't a new thing. All these people that have bought into this false persona that Joe Biden has always just been such a nice guy, and, and now he's just not because he's so angry. He's so angry because people don't know as much as he does about how to save the country. Because all those mean old Republicans keep trying to stop him from doing all the things that he needs to do to save the country. He's not in that much control. He doesn't have the ability to think cognitively about it. He just doesn't want to answer questions. And he has gotten so accustomed to since the time that he was vice president for Barack Hussein Alu Akbar Obama, he's never had to answer a tough question. He's never had the media not be on his side to cover him. He hasn't had to worry about the media since he became associated with Obama. Now, you would think he would still remember back when he was a senator and was running for president how it was, in fact, the media. I remember Sam Donaldson in particular giving such a hard time about all this plagiarism. Joe Biden is a liar. And Joe Biden is a plagiarist. Joe Biden's not had an original thought ever. And it's difficult to prove at this point that Joe Biden has thoughts, period, anymore, other than where's my slippers? Where's my pudding? Why the hell isn't Matlock on TV? And that's assuming he still remembers exactly who Matlock is. I'm not convinced we're there. Anyway, these are all stories you're going to get plenty of follow-up about, but ah, I just felt like I need to mention it. Now, we have more stories to get to, and we'll get to those on the other side, but we're a little past the midway point of the uh, first hour. So, before we go into the mid-hour break, I do want to remind you about our friends over at Vanish Holsters. Uh, as always, I want to remind you that the fastest path to tyranny is to give up your guns. And the quickest way to become a victim of crime is to not have your firearm with you when you need it. That's why it's incumbent on gun owners like myself, because I've done this, not to go out and buy a holster that's so uncomfortable that we just stop carrying, because we don't want to ever be in that situation where we have to have it, but we don't. Do not put yourself in a position where you are so ill-prepared, so outgunned, if you will, when the moment arrives where you have to defend yourself, your family, your friends, your neighbors, your property, whatever it is that you have every right, every constitutional, protected, God-given right to do. That's why Vanish Holsters is quickly becoming one of the most popular holsters in the country they have thousands of customers that will swear to you that they are the most comfortable holster ever, period, end of that discussion. They say that if you start using a Vanish holster, you will never stop carrying. Now, that's a pretty strong statement. And again, don't take my word. Don't listen to a couple of randos in the Internet. Thousands of their customers say this. Vanish is also designed to help save you money. Because it works for almost any sub, <laughs> sub, <laughs> it works for almost any semi-automatic handgun, period. It lets you carry two additional magazines, and it's designed to work without a tactical belt. So, with all that in mind, and the fact it's also designed to work in multiple positions, so you can carry the way you prefer to carry, it's a win-win-win for you. 
not so much for any bad guys that decide they want to test you. Now, what I need you to do, however, as always, I'm going to ask you to visit, see what they've got to offer, and then decide for yourself. You do that by going to www.vnsh.com backslash T-A-P-P. Now, you want to make sure you use the backslash and the T-A-P-P because that will, in fact, automatically kick in a $50 discount. But you're going to have to hurry because it's only for a limited time now. At the end of July, that $50 discount is going away. So take full advantage of it while you can. Uh, again, Bidenomics, do not miss an opportunity to save yourself some money. Just don't. It's a bad idea. Get a vanish holster. In fact, you can go visit during the commercial break right here uh, as we do this. And you can have it ordered and on its way before I'm back to the next story. So don't wait. One more time. That's www.vnsh.com backslash T-A-P-P. Save yourself $50. Do it before the end of July, uh, before that $50 discount goes away. Hi, this is Rod Eccles, and you're listening to Tap Into the Truth with Tim Tapp. My fellow Americans, did you know the United States government was designed to treat we the people according to the Ten Commandments? Hello, I'm Ron Edwards. On today's page from the Edwards Notebook brought to you by Constitutional Grounds, the coffee you want in your cup. The U.S. founders put together the Ten Bill of Rights to compel those in government to treat we the people according to the Bible's Ten Commandments. Commandment 6 through 10 tells us that we should refrain from doing certain wrongful acts and that the commandments apply to each of us regardless of job titles. When we obey God's thou shall nots, others enjoy the right not to be murdered, sexually abused, stolen from, lied to or about, nor have what we own coveted by people wielding or supported by immense government power. God's commandments 1 through 4 enables we the people the right to acknowledge and honor God publicly in prayer and praise in civic and community events. Commandment 5 provides the right for families to be secure in our homes. When government obeys the Bill of Rights, which are its Ten Commandments, we the people enjoy the freedoms to live as God intends under the blessed protection of His commandments. Bible-believing people know the Bible doesn't change, thus we understand the Constitution based upon it must not be changed either. I'm Ron Edwards. Bye now. These stocks designed specifically for people who haven't started investing yet or don't know how to do it or haven't been trained how to do it or are worried about investing in the stock market that they've never done before. It's a robo-advisor system that really simplifies the investing process. The challenge we all have is that as you work and you grow in your career, you have to put something aside for yourself when you retire, around 65 years old. And the idea of Beanstalks is to simplify that whole process. In other words, put aside 10% of your salary each week, maybe just $100, and let it go to work in the stock market for you. And what Beanstalk does is basically automate that process for you 
easy to set up. You can transfer directly from your bank account and puts it into exchange-traded funds, which are baskets of many stocks, which gives you diversification. That's the whole key, the idea that you can have this done for you weekly or bi-monthly. But the most important thing is to start now and make it so that you are putting something aside for your own retirement. Beanstalks just makes it really simple to do. Constitutional Grounds, the hot air roasted coffee that produces a smoother, richer, healthier, and less acetic coffee. Our unique hot air roasted coffee has a most delicious taste that everyone is raving about. Because you want the best, Constitutional Grounds is the coffee you want in your cup. Simply go to BlueEdgeCoffeeCrafters.com and click on to the Constitutional Grounds coffee display to make your purchase and to be sure to use the RE20 promo code and you will receive a 10% discount. Remember... Constitutional Grounds, the coffee you want in your cup. Introducing Einstock. Drink. Conquer. Repeat. Skull. Einstock Beer is a globally distributed, award-winning Icelandic craft beer. Einstock is created from the Icelandic water that flows from glaciers through lava fields and delivers some of the purest water on Earth. Knowing that beer is 95% water, we source the first and most vital ingredient from the local springs of a mountain that stands guard over the town of Akuari, just 60 miles south of the Arctic Circle. Einstock beer is crafted with locally sourced ingredients, and the brewery runs from the 100% renewable energy sources, geothermal, and hydropower. Einstock has become the number one craft beer and also the number one alcohol export from Iceland. Here in the United States, you can find Einstock beer on the shelves at retail chains like ABC Fine Wine and Spirits, Bemmo. Cost Plus World Market, HEB in Texas, Kroger, Publix, Target, Total Wine, Trader Joe's, and Whole Foods, just to name a few. So won't you raise a glass and drink, conquer, repeat, skull. Hi, this is Matt Fitzgibbons at PatriotMusic.com. If you share my passion for the simple but timeless principles that made our republic great and you like rock music, check out my five albums and videos on American history at PatriotMusic.com. You say gun control is using both hands. I've got to be free the way God made men. And I won't be ruled by the damn U.N. Hello, this is Stella Morabito, author of The Weaponization of Loneliness, and you're listening to Tim Tap and Tap Into the Truth. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so very much for staying with me through that very brief break. Before we jump right back into things, however, need to talk to you a little bit about taking your own health into your hands 
certainly can't count on the woke medical profession to take the best care of you anymore these days. So, if you're worried about your heart, your memory, uh, swollen, achy joints, then I've got an Antarctic Krill supplement that could, in fact, help put an end to issues with all three. It's been shown to support healthy blood pressure, circulation, brain health, as well as reduce inflammation and swelling and, uh, and even joint pain, which actually the inflammation and swelling is usually a big cause of the joint pain, so it makes sense. And right now, there's no better time to try it for yourself. Just go to FixSwollenFeet.com, and you can get 58% off the Native Path Antarctic Krill. This krill oil is pure. It's effective. It is bioavailable. just means it's real easy for your body to absorb and use it. It contains a very potent antioxidant that helps reduce inflammation and swelling in the body. And for a limited time, you can grab Native Path Antarctic Krill Oil for as low as $23 a bottle. That's good for 30 individual gel caps uh, a month's supply if you're only taking one a day. You can take up to two. Depends on how severe your issues are. Uh, I've been taking one a day now for the better part of, uh, well, closing in on almost a full month. And like I was saying, I've felt results relatively quickly, but... It was gradual. It was enough that I could tell, but I was thinking, well, I don't know if this is enough to to really justify continuing. But then we had a medical emergency with my wife, and I was away from the house for a couple of days. I didn't have it with me. And after two days of not taking it, my knee in particular really started to let me know, hey, actually, that had been doing a bang-up job for me. Now, obviously, I can't guarantee you that it's going to have the same effect for you. We all have different tolerances and, and different reactions to this kind of thing. But what I can promise you is that it has been working phenomenally for me, and I'm going to continue, even if they stop being a sponsor, I'm going to continue with their, because it's worked for me in a way that other omega-3 oil supplements just haven't done. This is way more potent. So again, you got a chance to grab that for just $23 a bottle. It's a, a really good price for something this good. All you have to do is go to FixSwollenFeet.com. Uh, yeah, that's it's a crazy-sounding domain name, but it lets them know that you heard it from here. So again, FixSwollenFeet.com. All right, let's 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 get back into the action now, shall we? Uh, I saw this story earlier today, too, and this really just drove me nuts. See, the headline reads that FBI worked with compromised Ukrainian intel agency to censor Americans. And then I'm thinking, well, that's not exactly a surprise, is it? Okay. So the FBI facilitated censorship requests against American citizens from a Ukrainian intelligence agency that has likely been compromised by Russian actors. This according to a House committee report that was released this past Monday. The 26-page report from the House Judiciary Committee and the Select Subcommittee on the Weaponization of the Federal Government accused the FBI of violating Americans' First Amendment rights and potentially undermining U.S. national security in the uh, process. After Russia invaded Ukraine, not that any of us saw that happen. What? Uh, 
Ukraine is a country, and, and Russia is a bigger country, and Russia invaded Ukraine, and that's wrong. So saith the VP. Okay, so anyway, after Russia invaded Ukraine, the Security Service of Ukraine, uh, a.k.a. SBU, sought to fight supposed Russian influence on social media and levied the power of the FBI for its mission. Now, how is it that the Security Service of Ukraine gets to use the FBI to pressure social media outlets to censor American citizens? I'm sure... I'm sure Ron Edwards was probably one of the people targeted because Ron was very vocal in being very much the, you can't blame Vladimir Putin for being upset that Ukraine's making moves to try to join NATO. Right there, Ukraine is supposed to be one of those uh, bubble zones, you know, kind of like, for you Star Trek buffs out there, kind of like a neutral zone. Supposed to act as a buffer between Russia and NATO. Uh, acting as a buffer against the Romulan Star Empire and the United Federation of Planets, okay? <laughs> That's the kind of thing we're talking about. And for the longest time, NATO would have never considered admitting a nation that literally borders Russia. It just wouldn't have. So the very fact that some Americans have been highly critical of our support for Ukraine for that reason alone merits the belief by many in the administration that clearly that must be Russian influence. No, it's not. It's where individual American citizens looked at a set of facts and they came to a conclusion that it's not the same as yours. Your conclusion is you want to keep Ukraine sovereign and whole because you can't use it as the piggy bank and the laundromat of U.S. taxpayer dollars into money you can pretend is yours the way you have been for decades and decades now if Russia takes over and Ukraine's no longer Ukraine. That's why you want to protect Ukraine. Now, we all, those of us with eyes to see and a mind that knows, uh, with the ability to discern information and critically think, we know that this is, at the very least, a factor. Okay? I'll acknowledge there may be something else at all. But it's a factor. Now, with that factor in mind, you, along with the Ukraine intelligence agency didn't like the idea that some Americans were calling you out on it. You know what I have to say about you not liking American citizens calling you out? Tough. That's what freedom of speech is all about. We have the right to criticize our government. Even if what we're saying is wrong, we still have the right to say it. Even if we are under influence of uh, disinformation from Russia. We still have the right to say it. That's the beauty of social media. Even though all these Twitter twits before Elon took over seem to think that it matters, nothing matters on social media. Nothing matters that you don't let matter in the first place. But the SBU enlisted the FBI in support of its effort transmitting to the FBI list 
of social media accounts that allegedly spread Russian disinformation. Again, tough. That's what we get to do. We're Americans. We can say stupid crap if we want to. We can say wrong things if we want to. That's the nature of protected speech, and it should be protected. There is no such thing as hate speech. There may be speech that's motivated by hate, but when you start creating a class of speech that can be squashed, then you have the ability to destroy all freedom of expression. That should not be allowed. This is freedom. And the Internet was supposed to be designed to create more freedom around the world, American-style freedom for everyone, even if it was only on a digital platform. But no, 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 we can't have that. So the FBI, in turn, routinely relayed these lists that were coming from the Ukraine Secret Service. There are intelligence agents, the, the Ukrainian freaking version of the CIA, they send the FBI list. The FBI routinely sent these lists to the relevant social media platforms, uh, which then distributed the information, of course. And uh, it was distributed internally to their employees, the ones that were in charge of content moderation and uh, enforcement, of course. You have violated our community standards by virtue of being American and daring to speak your mind. Right or wrong, true or false, real or imagined, how dare you? Now, it was reported in the Twitter files that DOJ officials regularly met with social media executives at Meta, Twitter, Google, Microsoft, and others to discuss what they called misinformation spreading on the platforms and how the social media sites could crack down on supposed untruthful speech. Now, this new House committee report, it showed that the FBI flagged accounts and posts for social media companies at the behest of the SBU, including posts from authentic accounts of Americans a verified U.S. State Department account, and those belonging to American journalists. Not just average rank-and-file, everyday, you-and-me kind of American folks, but people whose actual job is it to try to say these things and share the information they have. At times, the FBI would even follow up with the relevant platform to ensure that the particular accounts that had been flagged were in fact taken down. Regardless of its intended purpose in endorsing the SBU's request, the FBI had no legal justification for facilitating the censorship of Americans' protected speech on social media. They just don't have the legal right. They certainly don't have the justification. There was not national security interests at heart. There was only the chance that more people might start questioning, why do we keep sending more and more and yet more money for no apparent reason to Ukraine? Why are we doing that, guys? Nobody seems to know. Nobody seemed to understand. Well, how could you understand? Unbelievable. So as the FBI was coordinating with the SBU to censor American speech, Russian actors who had reportedly infiltrated the Ukrainian agency could actually have been influencing decisions 
that was being made by the SBU. This also according to the House Committee report. As of last July, Ukrainian President uh, Vladimir Zelensky fired the head of the SBU, citing dozens of cases of those under his authority working with Russian agents. This was reported in Reuters. However, it was kind of kept quiet here in the States. Months before Zelensky's attempted crackdown on Russian agents within his intelligence team, the FBI agents sent an email to Meta back in March of 2022, specifying accounts that the SBU wanted the social media giant to censor. Again, still according to this report. Quoting here, I have a few more Instagram and Facebook accounts that according to the SBU, spread Russian disinformation. For your review, the action is deemed appropriate. This from Special Agent Alexander uh, Kavzanitz. Anyway, he wrote that to uh, Meta employees back on March 1st of 2022. Probably butchered his last name, but sorry. This guy, though, also attached two, not one, two spreadsheets to the email. These spreadsheets contained thousands of accounts and posts suspected of spreading Russian disinformation. Most of the posts and accounts belonging to people living in Russia and Belarus. But accounts belonging to Americans were interspersed throughout the spreadsheets. Some of the American accounts included in the spreadsheet belonged to a photographer working with a studio in New York, a manager of a moving company in South Carolina, a musician and vocalist based in Minnesota, a professor at a university in California, and a children's book author living in Washington State. Yep, those are definitely uh, Russian actors. The report added... The report from the House, it added that it was unclear if the FBI took any steps to vet the list of accounts and the posts that were sent to them by the SBU. The FBI also forwarded lists to YouTube that the SBU wanted to be censored, many of which were removed by the platform. They didn't just censor them, they canceled their accounts. Just took their channels down. Twitter also received a list from the FBI, and the company's head of trust and safety, Joel Roth at the time, warned that the list included American and Canadian journalists. He wrote back to the agent sending out this letter, saying, quote, Any additional information or context is, of course, welcome and appreciated. However, this special agent simply responded to Roth's concern by saying it was, Unlikely there will be any additional information or context. Bottom line, eh, don't ask us any questions. Just do what we ask, because we're not really asking. Anyway, quoting again from the House Committee report, this report details misconduct by the FBI that is unconstitutional. It is also 
counterproductive to the professed aims of the Biden administration regarding U.S. support for Ukraine, and it endangers our national security. The FBI's conflation of domestic speech with foreign malign influence poses a grave threat to American civil liberties. Well, no duh, guys. No duh. All right, so we're running past the hour, and so at this point, I'm probably going to have to rely on Doug's ability to make this fit for the uh, refit. I'm going to go ahead and reset the hour, and uh, upon my return, we will jump uh, headlong into hour number two. Don't go anywhere. I will be right back. Hi, I'm George Sinzer of Firefox News Online Productions, and you're listening to Tim Tap on Tap Into the Truth. And I'm proud to be an American, where at least I know I'm free. And I won't forget the men who died, who gave that right to me. And I gladly stand up next to you and defend her still today. Cause there ain't no doubt I love this land God bless the USA You have the right I have the right We all have the Second Amendment right And that's the truth With Tim Tapp Before we jump into anything else I'm going to remind you once again About all the great stuff that's going on Over at 4Patriots I have to do that because I want you to be prepared. Be prepared for the worst when it happens. Do not be caught unprepared, okay? Now, they've got a lot of different stuff going on, but I highly recommend their survival food kits because the survival food kits are good enough to just eat on the regular. In fact, it beats a lot of the stuff that the wife is normally uh, picking up at the grocery store. In fact, it is so good, and they recognize that so much. By they, I mean the wife and the daughters. I'm still having a hard time actually building up a stockpile, because once they finally tried it, now, as soon as they find where I'm trying to stash it, they get into it. They're picking their favorite parts. They love the mac and cheese. They love the lasagna and the new desserts they have. They've got some freaking chocolate pudding that you would – you've got to try it to believe it, okay? That's that's really all I can say. So be prepared. Uh, it doesn't matter if you really need to, to have your emergency electricity backup uh, available. You can check out what they've got going on, water purification, gardening, just – all kinds of cool stuff. I still have my eye on a particular solar-powered, uh, well, it's an ice box. It's like a freaking freezer is really what it is, but it's kind of shaped like a cooler, a big cooler. It's awesome. A little pricey, uh, which is the only reason I haven't pulled the trigger yet, but it's well worth the money. Uh, it does everything like Everything they've got is awesome. I, that's all I can say. So here's what I'm going to ask you to do. Visit forpatriots.com. Check it all out for yourself. I can't recommend the survival food kits enough. I really can't because they're awesome. They're tasty. You can't go wrong with it. It's just the only the only thing you have to watch out for is if there's a food item that you just personally don't like. It's going to be the only way you're disappointed with the product. If you don't like lasagna going in, you're not going to like their lasagna because it's still lasagna, right? But otherwise, 
you're you're not going to go wrong with the food. I promise you. Anyway, check out 4 Once you're there, you see stuff that you absolutely have to have when you make the purchase. Do not forget to use promo code TAP, that's T-A-P-P, at checkout. Save yourself 10%. It will be awesome. Uh, Bidenomics, who can't afford this? <laughs> who can't afford not to save? Uh, the money. That's what I really should be saying. All right. So one more time. That's fourpatriots.com. The number four, one, two, three, four, the number four, patriots.com. And don't forget to use promo code TAP at checkout. All right. So we're talking a lot about Ukraine today. Uh, you know, we briefly mentioned at the quick hits at the uh, top of the show how the Ukrainian government's trying to put pressure on NATO to let them in and how NATO's talking about it and talking about supporting them and trying to set up a list of conditions before they can consider it. Uh, the number one condition should be no longer at war with anyone. Uh, you shouldn't be joining a military alliance of NATO's type while you're currently at war. It doesn't serve the purpose of your soon-to-be new allies. It's like, uh, if we vote to let them in, then we are automatically, instantly at war with Russia. Is that really what we want? Because we'll also be fighting a proxy war with China. And we'll probably have to worry about uh, Iran and what they're doing. Uh, it's not as if Iran isn't already currently engaging in open piracy. They are. Their Their military ships are going around boarding or just shooting up and attempting to sink uh, international ships that are moving through international waters that are close to the Iranian border. They've been known to harass folks before, but now they're literally engaging in piracy. And what's our reaction been? Okay, guys, don't do that anymore, or we'll stop sending you the cash and helping you to, to develop your uh, uranium for your energy program. Yeah, okay. Real tough, guys. We're, we're doing a great job there. So, with all that going on, it's good to know that we really, we don't have to worry about the innocent people that are dying because of the war in Ukraine. Uh, we don't have to worry about the billions of U.S. taxpayer dollars that are being wasted in the Furthermore, millions, multiple millions, tens of millions, hundreds of millions of dollars worth of military equipment and military aid that we're sending to you. None of that's an issue. We can stop worrying about all that right now. You know how I know? Because special presidential envoy for climate, John Curry, he's telling us what the real problem with the war in Ukraine is. And that is, of course, that it's contributing to the release of greenhouse gases and that they're causing climate change. Yes, that's the real problem with the Ukraine war. It's making climate change worse. <laughs> this guy's such a putz. Kerry, of course, made these remarks while President Joe Biden was on his way to Windsor Castle in the UK, you know, to take part in a ceremony for King Charles. Uh, King Charles, of course, uh, doing the uh, host 
of a forum focusing on clean energy strategies. Uh, just wow. So glad that John Kerry's on our side. Could you imagine how devastating it would be? Of course, he was on everybody's favorite not-news network, MSNBC. And he was doing it while he was in England. And he said, I'm going to quote now, lots of parts, lots of parts of the war are exacerbating the problem right now. Really, lots of parts of the war are exacerbating the problem. I think you're looking at the wrong problem when it comes to war in Ukraine. But, okay. Back to quoting, I'm sorry. But when you have bombs going off, and you have damaged to septic tanks or to power centers, etc., you have an enormous release of greenhouse gas, of methane, you know, uh, all of the family of greenhouse gases. And the result is it's adding to the problem. <laughs> I. I can't with a straight face. I have to poke fun at this because it's just so stupid. But not only does he say it with a straight face, he says it with that Herman Munster seriously, as if you're supposed to take him very seriously. He is John Curry, after all. The dropping of bombs. The bombs going off. Damaging septic tanks. That's the problem, guys. <laughs> not not the bombs landing uh, close to hospitals. Not not the bombs landing close to dams. Uh, not not the bombs blowing up and killing people. No, that's not the problem. <laughs> no, I mean, how could we even have thought that for a minute? I mean, here I am initially saying. All these innocent people, the civilians in Ukraine that are in harm's way because of Russian aggression. Now, the Russian aggression, of course, still uh, not exactly unprovoked, despite the best efforts of most of the mainstream legacy media here in the States and throughout most of Europe. It's pretty clear that there was provocation. And that still doesn't make it okay. I, I'm not trying to give you a pro-Russian slant here. Uh, Vladimir Putin should not have invaded Ukraine. Just He shouldn't have. He should have left Ukraine alone. But then, by the same token, there should be no effort whatsoever on the part of a single NATO member state to try to include uh, Ukraine in NATO. Now, I feel a little differently about Sweden. I know Russia actually would be more upset about Sweden joining than Ukraine, but they're pretty upset about both of them, quite honestly. If you let Ukraine join, or if you let Sweden, because we've been promised by Putin at this point that he will start using uh, tactical nukes if Sweden joins NATO. But uh, the, the reason we shouldn't be doing this is because we should have this little bubble. We should have a neutral zone, if you will. Although Ukraine historically has not exactly been neutral in this argument, uh, big swaths of what's Ukraine today uh, for most of its existence has been considered part of 
Russia, historically, anyway. So, I mean, it gets messy if you want to talk about the ethnicities and and where the borders have lied in the past and why Ukraine, as it's ever existed, has been part of the Soviet bloc and and, and all these things. It's very messy, and most people don't know the history well enough to engage in legitimate conversation about it, which is also why there's just so much emotion. But plain and simple, Russia shouldn't have invaded. NATO shouldn't have been nosing around. If if these two things were in place, all we needed to worry about is Poland. Poland already being in NATO, all should have been good there. But the fact that you have somebody who just can't seem to get out of his own way is literally not just dismissing the loss of life and the hundreds of millions of dollars in infrastructure damage, but literally says that the real problem here is that it's making climate change worse. Back to quoting John Kerry. I'm not, you know, believe me, that uh, the fight in Ukraine is a fight that we have to make, that the world has to make. The values at stake are enormously important to all of us. So I'm not suggesting by any fashion that that this is not a fight we shouldn't be involved in. But I am saying there that there are ancillary impacts as a result of it. Okay, so ancillary impacts aside, what exactly do you think our impact should be? Because he was sounding almost like we're the one dropping bombs. Not saying we shouldn't be involved. Maybe we shouldn't, though. Certainly not to this extent. Maybe we've already spent too much money. Maybe the White House had to walk back a a statement from Joe Biden where he was trying to say that the military was at a scarily low level of artillery and manpower because we've spent sent so much of our equipment to Ukraine already. Maybe they had to walk that back, and I'm wondering, were they walking it back because Joe Biden is just talking out of his head, or are they walking it back because Joe Biden let slip some information that probably just shouldn't be revealed that's actually true? Because I can definitely see this administration giving away everything and not replacing any of it. Let's make it easy for China, shall we? At any rate, John Kerry was widely mocked online over the remarks, as he should be, because this is absurd. Some some of them were pretty good. I'll share a couple here. Uh, Attorney Will Chamberlain said, John Kerry seems to think that the worst thing about the Russia-Ukraine war is the release of greenhouse gases. I disagree. I think it's the death and destruction. Uh, our good friend Nikki Haley tweeted a response saying, John Kerry tells us the problem with the war in Ukraine is the increase in greenhouse gases. You can't make this stuff up. 
The end of the Biden-Harris administration can't come fast enough. Well, Nikki, you're right about that. Uh, radio host Jerry Callahan said, mm -mm, The problem with the war in Ukraine, says decrepit conman John Kerry, is that bombs are damaging septic tanks and exacerbating the made-up climate crisis. Wait till he hears about the dead women and children. <laughs> yes, yes, indeed. All appropriate responses. Because John Kerry's mere existence at this point is the opposite of appropriate. It's unappropriate. <laughs> Thought I was going to make up some cool new word, did you? All right, so the fact that we have a special presidential envoy for climate in the first place tells you everything we need to know about our current administration. They've lost their damn minds. Uh, we've known that for a minute, though. Uh, it, it's not new. The Biden administration has been sans mentale for a bit. And that is a phrase I just made up. Mentale sounds like a cool way to merge metal and mental together. And it's not appropriate. So don't quote me on that. Uh, sans, of course, is uh, completely and totally made up. Uh, just means without. It's part of actual languages. Something I didn't just make up. I, I wish I was just making up this story. Now, I've told you guys before, a lot of the people that listen to the show now weren't around in the beginning. You know, I've been doing this. We're into our 11th year. We've got a decade of the show uh, in archives. And some of the things I did early on, you, you if you want to go back in the archives, you can really tell the maturity and growth of the show and how the show changed and evolved and uh, how I went from, you know, sounding ridiculous to just sounding like I'm kind of ridiculous. So it can be fun to go way back in the archives and check out some of the stuff. But some of the things I would do is I would take some of these satirical pieces and I would report them as if they were straight news stories. And I would do this just to kind of see if the audience was paying the attention and to see what kind of feedback I would get. And I was pleasantly surprised from the get-go. And in fact, I've told this story several times at this point. Pleasantly surprised because at the jump, I had uh, several regular listeners who, who found the show and hung around immediately who instantly called me out on this. These stories aren't true. These aren't real. Why are you talking like there were, now, I didn't acknowledge them while I was on air, but I did acknowledge them afterwards. And then I waited a while, and after having done it a few times, and then basically explained why. And it was kind of to get a feel for who was listening to the show. And what I really appreciate is the fact that you guys are all smart. And I've been attacked by conservatives, no less. Uh, or folks claiming to be. I tend to think they probably are. We were just agreeing, disagreeing on a particular topic. But I've been attacked in the past for uh, saying two very truthful things. I would say that uh, I may not have the largest audience, but I certainly have one of the smartest audiences. And that's absolutely 100% true.
Because I know I, I'm happy as the show continues to grow, but I know that I'm a long way off from where Tier 2 and Tier 3 shows are operating at, the level of listenership. But I know most of you guys that listen are pretty loyal to the show, pretty loyal to me. You put up with a lot of stuff for me, <laughs> especially on the Sunday and Tuesday shows as we uh, progress where it's just me and you guys, as opposed to the Friday night show where we have all the guests scheduled. But as we play all this out, I'm left with this overwhelming feeling like we're being conned when it comes to everything that the left has to say. But more to the point, Ukraine. We're being conned. The Ukrainian people are being conned. And there are innocent people that are paying with their lives so that people like Joe Biden can continue to manipulate the systems that exist and continue to send U.S. taxpayer dollars into an area where it can then be laundered as if it is going through the Ukrainian government and being used for military purposes to help support them in their heroic struggle against Russia. Now, I don't ask you to believe that that's the case. I ask you to keep an open mind and to look at the facts. And then if you honestly do that and you don't come to the same conclusion, we can agree to disagree and I'm okay with that. I hope you're okay with it too. But it's really hard to look at the facts on the ground, especially when you take into account how much money was being funneled into Ukraine under previous administration. The fact that there seems to be folks cashing in on things going on in Ukraine that not only have D's at the end of their name, but also have R's. The fact that we have Lindsey Graham out there literally wanting to start World War III, wanting to have made uh, Ukraine a member of NATO, uh, <laughs> freaking uh, post-actively. This is like, okay, um, you know what? We're, we're going to look at this, and we're going to say uh, you are a member, and in fact, you were a member two years ago. So the Russian hostility is an attack against all of NATO, Less bomb them. Literally wants to start World War III. Now, I'm not afraid of a good fight. And I think that our rank and file men and women in uniform can handle themselves despite the best interests of the left to change our military into more of a social experiment than a fighting force. I still think most of our men and women in uniform Put in harm's way, they can take care of business. Doesn't mean that I want to put them there. And that's an important distinction, too. I really don't want our best to be put in harm's way when it doesn't have to be. When our people don't need to be in those positions. Now, I definitely don't think we should just let Vladimir run all over uh, Ukraine. And I don't think we should be just continuing to allow our elected officials to use Ukraine as a laundromat and then a piggyback. I think we need to find some type of compromise and just 
find a way to end the conflict, whatever that might actually require. I do believe it could be done swiftly and could be done without much, if any, more loss of life, and certainly not the loss of life of any Americans. And sorry, uh, rest of the world, that is still my first priority. Now, I don't want anybody getting hurt unnecessarily. I feel a great deal of sympathy for the Ukrainian people who are unfortunately caught in the crosshairs. Uh, you're, you're here, and it's still a globalist struggle. Ukraine is ready to go globalist. Current Biden administration wants a globalist regime. Most of the EU are already globalists, and they're just looking to try to bring in the rest of the globe with them. Russia still stands for individual national sovereignty. There are positives to how Russia exists and how it's run. Again, that's not me being pro-Russia. I certainly think Russia is in the wrong in this one more than they're right. But if you look at the whole picture, it's a messy picture. And the only thing that I can say with any certainty is we've already done more than our fair share. We've already done our part, and it needs to come to an end. It doesn't necessarily need to end because of all the wasted American taxpayer dollars, although that is a major factor. It needs to come to an end because there are way too many innocent Ukrainians who are dying. And all the global warming, climate change, John Kerry septic tank hand-wringing doesn't change any of that. All right, uh, before we take the mid-hour break, what do you say we talk about our friends over at Vanish Holsters one more time? Here's the deal. Vanish Holsters is designed to save you money by virtue of working with almost any kind of semi-auto handgun that you may have. There are very few that will not fit a Vanish holster. They'll let you go ahead and uh, you lovely, have these lovely little pouches so that you can carry two additional magazines. They're designed to work without a tactical belt. They're designed to let you carry in multiple positions. These are all things that help you to save money. But the real killer, what makes Vanish Holster stand apart from almost any other holster out there is the fact that they have thousands of customers that are prepared to, sh to swear to you that they are the most comfortable holster ever. These same customers are out here telling you that if you start using a Vanish holster, you will never stop carrying. But hey, why should you take the word of thousands of customers? Go check it out for yourself. You can start by visiting them over at www.vnsh.com backslash T-A-P-P. Now, don't forget the backslash T-A-P-P because that automatically kicks in a $50 discount. Who can't afford to take advantage of a $50 discount? Bidenomics is killing us all, right? Take advantage of it. But you got to hurry 
Because at the end of July, that $50 discount's going away. Do not waste any more time. If you've been putting off visiting our friends over at Vanish Holsters, don't put it off anymore. The end of July is coming faster than you think, my friend. Get out there right now. www.vnsh.com backslash T-A-P-P. Save yourself $50. Get yourself the most comfortable holster in the country. All right, so with that being said, let's take the mid-hour break. This is Kathy Barnett, the National Grassroots Director for the Vivek 2024 Presidential Campaign, and you're listening to Tap and Tap into the Truth. The Biden regime hopes to regain the ability to censor those who disagree with its Stalinist way of operation. Hello, I'm Ron Edwards. On today's page from the Edwards Notebook brought to you by Constitutional Grounds, the coffee you want in your cup. Recently, the Biden regime filed an appeal in the Missouri versus Biden censorship case. Federal Judge Terry Doughty issued a preliminary injunction prohibiting Department of Homeland Security, the FBI and other agencies from its government wide fascist conspiracy with big tech to censor speech and manipulate the public on a variety of issues. The federal government censored the Hunter Biden story, Corona China virus lab leak theory, efficiency in Corona China virus shots and other topics. U.S. District Court Judge Terry Doughty found the Biden regime violated the First Amendment by censoring unfavorable views in a blistering 155-page opinion. Gateway Pundit, the lead plaintiff in this historic battle over the right of free speech, has a reason to celebrate, as do all well-meaning Americans, including yours truly. Joe Biden and fellow regime defendants strongly desire to censor some Americans has filed a notice of appeal in the leftist-leaning Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals in New Orleans. Here's hoping that freedom of speech remains in the winner's circle. I'm Ron Edwards. Bye now. Second Skull is a protective headgear company with a patented line of impact-reducing products. At Second Skull, we focus on head protection as our only priority so that we can be the absolute best at it. With an estimated 2.8 million Americans sustaining a traumatic brain injury each year and a half a million children being treated in the ER each year for a head injury, there have been recent declines in athletic participation levels. We believe that concerns and fears of head injuries are factors contributing to these declines in activity levels. Second Skull has protection for every sport and for every athlete. Our product line of thin, lightweight, breathable, and practical solutions are each tested at independent and accredited laboratories. These products are patented and proven. Constitutional Grounds, the hot air roasted coffee that produces a smoother, richer, healthier, and less acetic coffee. Our unique hot air roasted coffee has a most delicious taste that everyone is raving about. Because you want the best, Constitutional Grounds is the coffee you want in your cup. Simply go to BlueRidgeCoffeeCrafters.com and click on to the Constitutional Grounds coffee display to make your purchase and to be sure to use the RE20 promo code and you will receive a 10% discount. Remember... 
Constitutional Grounds, the coffee you want in your cup. Hello, my name is Tyler Boone, singer-songwriter and founder of the award-winning Homegrown Boone's Bourbon label out of Charleston, South Carolina. In just four years, Boone's Bourbon has been awarded some incredible awards, such as the Platinum Los Angeles, Double Gold New York, Gold Las Vegas, Silver Denver, and also named Top Six in the World in Forbes. We're also being featured in Rolling Stone magazine, Billboard magazine, American Songwriter, and we're also now available in 24 states all across the country. So Boone's Bourbon is a high-proof, cash-strength bourbon at 117 proof. We are 75 corn, 21 rye, 4 barley, and at our price point, we're beating the competition at $40 in the retail stores. Boone's Bourbon is a family-owned business out of Charleston, South Carolina with my father, Mick Boone. Cheers, and we hope to see you soon. Hi, this is Matt Fitzgibbons at PatriotMusic.com. If you share my passion for the simple but timeless principles that made our republic great and you like rock music, check out my five albums and videos on American history at PatriotMusic.com. You say gun control is using both hands. I've got to be free the way God made men. And I won't be ruled by the damn U.N. You're listening to Tap into the Truth. Hey, Joe. They say building back better make America great. If that's a wave of the future, all I've got to say stick your progress where the sun don't shine. Keep your big mess away from me and mine. If you leave us alone, well, we'd all be just fine. That is a fact, ladies and gentlemen. Leave your woke progress. Just leave us alone. That's all I'm saying. Get off my lawn, you young whippersnappers. Yeah, we're talking to Joe Biden. Anyway, here's something else when it comes to woke. The woke medical profession cannot be trusted to take care of you anymore. They certainly don't have your best interest in mind. Now, there's still a lot of great medical professionals out there that haven't bought into the woke, so I'm not attacking nurses or doctors that are out there still doing the job the way they're supposed to. But for those that have put woke value ahead of first do no harm, well, it just creates a situation where you just need to take your health into your own hands. And a big, big way that you can help do that is to supplement your diet. You know, eat smart, exercise, and find those special antioxidants that are missing, the ones that are going to help you the most. And if you happen to be worried about your heart, your memory, or maybe, like me, swollen achy joints, then there's this Antarctic krill supplement that you've just got to try for yourself to find out whether or not it'll work for you and helping to address any or possibly even all three of those issues. It's been shown to support healthy blood pressure, circulation, brain health, as well as reduce inflammation, swelling, and joint pain. And there's never been a better time to try it for yourself. Just go to FixSwollenFeet.com and get yourself 58% off the Native Path Antarctic Krill. Now, this krill oil is pure, it's effective, it is bioavailable, just means it's easy for your body to absorb and use it like it needs to. 
and it contains potent antioxidants that help reduce inflammation throughout the entire body. It helps reduce swelling. For a limited time, you can grab Native Path Antarctic Krill Oil for as low as $23 a bottle. That is 30 pills. It's a month's worth if you're just taking one a day, which you can do. If you need to, you can take up to two a day. Uh, I'm taking one a day. And I've regaled you with the story. It really has worked really well for me. And I didn't even realize how well it was working, of course, until I went a couple of days where I didn't have it with me. I wasn't able to take it. And my knee let me know. I got to tell you, it's something else. So uh, all you have to do to take advantage of that price right now is just, once again, go visit Fix Swollen feet.com crazy sounding domain name but it is the domain name that will let them know that i'm the one that sent you and you'll be able to take full advantage of that discount low low price of 58 percent off 23 dollars a bottle uh, you can get that much savings and again bidenomics why would you not take advantage of savings for things that will come in handy things you can use just go check it out that's all I'm asking. Once you see it for yourself, not going to have a better chance to try it. That's that's just the case. All right, now let's move right back into the final story of today. Uh, this one, of course, is going back to the culture wars. Not talking about Ukraine, not talking about Joe Biden, but certainly talking about the left and how crazy they are, and in particular, how they believe there's no such thing as parental rights. How they believe that your children don't belong to you. They belong to them. Why, Tim? Uh, trying to find stories like that's like shooting fish in a barrel. All you have to do is randomly pick a part of the country and probably talk about a local school system. Well, that's true. But we're going to talk about a specific case. We're going to talk about Columbus City Schools, you know, the largest school district in Ohio. Because as it turns out, the jig is up. The word is out. We now know that the Columbus City School System spent over $24,000 on consultants. Well, okay, well, why is that surprising, Tim? Uh, school systems uh, might need a consultant, and, and a good consultant isn't cheap. Yes, 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 I agree. I agree. I'm willing to acknowledge there's cases where that might be necessary. Could be handy. But you see, these consultants, they were giving presentations to teachers on how to hide the gender identity of students from their parents. Dramatic pause, let that sink in. These consultants talk about cis privilege. And they claim that children are not too young to talk about gender. Uh, regardless of how young the children may be. This school district, again, the largest in the state of Ohio, paid $24,200.83, according to Tim Cast, uh, Tim Pool's show, for activities. Well, it's not just the show, but uh, Tim Cast actually has a full media outlet now. If you're not familiar, if it's been a while since you've watched Tim Pool, and they're doing great work over there as far as journalism is concerned. Anyway, according to Tim Cast, 
they paid this $24,000 for activities that included a two-day presentation and workshop. The presentation's contents were obtained by the group Parents Defending Education through a public records request. The training was explained by Nikki Neely, founder and president of Parents Defending Education, who identified the instructors as Q-Inclusion, which is now known as Hey Wees. I don't know why these people don't have actual names, but you know. Anyway, she described the website as saying, quote, whether it's company-wide workshops or one-on-one consulting, WES can support you and your team on queer and trans belonging. Uh, yeah. Okay, so the presentation included information regarding the privacy of student records, which was used to justify teachers not having to tell the child's parent that their gender identity may be different than how they present at home. In other words, they're your daughter when they leave your house, but they're your son while they're at school, and they become your daughter again on the way home. Now, I used to think that that was, there was a term for that. Uh, What was that term? Don't hardly hear it anymore. Um, gender fluid? Because, you know, it would kind of shift. Today, I'm feeling a little more feminine. Uh, uh, Okay, at lunch, I was feeling very robust and male, but now that it's 3.30, I'm kind of feeling feminine again. Gender fluid, right? Am I using that correctly? Probably not. Anyway, back to quoting uh, in the discussion here. As Neely was writing, with the presentation attached, Q Inclusion's presentation recommends that educators refrain from sharing students' new gender identity with their parents and that there be a private place within the student's records that is not accessible to parents. Hmm. Yes, that doesn't sound suspect at all, does it? Back to quoting, transgender and non-binary students have a FERPA-protected right to privacy. That's a F-E-R-P-A, FERPA. This protected right to privacy extends to students' gender identity, birth name, sex, assigned at birth, and medical history. This also includes privacy rights from parents-slash-caregivers. One of the lesson plans stated, I'm sorry. I I have to stop for a second, because again, I need to give you time to try to wrap your mind around the fact that these people are legitimately talking about there was a right for them to keep things secret from you, the parent, about your child. They seem to not understand who it is they work for, which, oh yeah, by the way, that would be you. If you're the parent and your child is in their care, they work for you. 
Oh, no, I don't work for the parents. I work for the school system, and I work for the children. No, you work for the parents. Your check comes from the school system, but the school system gets the money for your check from taxpayer dollars. That goes back to the parents. You work for the parents. That's who you work for. You're supposed to be working with the students. You're working for the parents. You do not have the right to keep anything that occurs on school grounds secret from the parents. You don't have the right. The students don't have a right to privacy from their parents. They may have a right to privacy from you, the educator. They may have a right to privacy from other students when it comes to certain issues, but they don't have a right to privacy from their parents. You don't have a right to keep anything from their parents. I know, I know. The left, they hate the idea of parental rights. They hate the idea that students, children, belong to their parents. They don't like it. They can't stand it. They can't indoctrinate them properly if the student believes it. And they certainly can't deal with pesky parents that won't just shut up and let them have their way. Yes, tragic. Anyway, back to quoting. I'm sorry. I just, it, it aggravates me. That, that's all. I'm sure I'm not the only one. But. Back to quoting. A firmed name should be used, regardless of legal name, on all paperwork and printed materials. Legal name is kept in a segregated confidential file. If students, caregivers are not supportive or cannot know about their affirming name, affirming name, there should be a private place within the student's records to indicate the name and pronouns that staff and peers should use for the student, aligning with the student's wishes. Another lesson that was included in the session, says privilege, which defined the term as advantages enjoyed by cisgendered people simply because they're cis and not trans. Uh, okay. The workshop also included the will of power slash privilege, which used kind of weird terminology in an effort to describe what the group views as most privileged and powerful type of person. Uh, a white, heterosexual, cisgendered man. Post-secondary education. Citizen. Neurotypical. Robust mental health. Slim. Able-bodied. Owns property. Rich and English. Now, if you have an individual that that describes it, that all of those apply, then that is the most powerful, most privileged type of person. Actually, I would indicate that if you are robust, uh, if you are of robust mental health, in fairly good shape, able-bodied, and happen to be rich, 
then that's going to put you at the top of the class, regardless of what your sexuality is, regardless of what color skin you have, regardless of what religion you are. You are at the top, my friend, if you are strong mentally, strong physically, and have a lot of money, you're in a pretty good place. So the fact that they have to throw race in and the fact that they have to throw sex in, uh, it all just shows that it's about seeding distrust and selling all the leftist PowerPoints. Now, as aggravating as all that is, as silly as it sounds, let me go back to the main purpose of telling you the story. Columbus City Schools, the largest school district in the state of Ohio, spent over $24,000 to be told these things, to have consultations, to have one-on-one -on -one treatments, and to have multiple day sessions to learn this nonsense. It is unbelievable that this happens in America today. We are literally talking about this school system taking your money to pay someone to teach them how to keep secrets from you, secrets that they shouldn't be keeping. I mean, it really gives some insight, similar to what MSNBC did. They, <laughs> they tweeted out an opinion column, this bizarre claim from back in March of 2022, that... Uh, Basically, if you were into physical fitness, you're Adolf Hitler. Professor Cynthia Miller Eldress of America University in Washington, D.C. claimed in the particular article uh, that MSNBC retweeted this past Monday that the far right has taken advantage of pandemic at home fitness trends to expand its decade-plus radicalization of physical mixed martial arts and combat sports. Twitter and Tesla boss Elon Musk and podcast superstar Joe Rogan happens to be a well-known fitness buff. They were really quick to, to go after MSNBC for retweeting this and, of course, criticized Cynthia Miller as well. Uh, Cynthia Miller address, my apology, uh, basically calling them out, uh, basically, uh, it's just insanity. But we see this in this message that they're doing, in this sharing that, oh, well, if you're slim, if you're physically fit, then you are part of the powerful. That this is somehow in tune with this idea of white supremacy and blah, blah, yakety, smackety, a bunch of insanity. But they're taking your money, yours. You're the taxpayer. You're the one paying for it. And you get to spend that cash on this insanity. I just, I'm left shaking my head. I don't understand why any of us are still putting up with this. But this is where we are, boys and girls. This is the location we find ourselves in. It is astounding. It is mind-boggling. It is insane. 
But here we are. Here, let's take the biggest school system in the state of Ohio. Let's waste taxpayer dollars so we can learn how to keep your kids deepest, darkest secrets, the secrets that they probably created in the first place, all in an effort to destroy the nuclear family, all in an effort to pretend as though they're standing up for helpless, harmless children who, in fact, what they're really doing is trying to destroy them, their mental state, while they're at their most fragile, while they're developing emotionally learning who they are while they're testing the boundaries of life and their identity that's when they're targeting these folks that's when they're making these attacks and it is shameful except these folks have no shame it would be shameful it should be shameful but no it doesn't bother them in the least they don't even know why we're bothered by it they don't understand we're just uneducated unbelievable uh, stupid people that's how they see us. That's what they believe. Now, I'm left just wondering, again, why do we put up with it? Why do we allow this to be a thing? We should, with all intents and purposes, stand up and make it clear that we are not going to allow this to continue. That we're going to make sure that educators remember, that they know, that they understand that their role is to educate. That they, in fact, work for the parents they're trying to keep secrets from. That they, in fact, are dependent for their livelihood to perform the task of educating children on our behalf and protecting them from whatever predators and whatever other things may be at play. When they are out of our care, we as parents, if we don't make this stand, if we don't make this correction, if we don't change the current course of events, we're not going to be able to defend our children. We're not going to be able to keep them safe. That is our job. And it's supposed to be the job of teachers and educators as well when our children are in their care. Why is it that we have to explain to these folks what their job is? They used to know. It's shameful, which I've already said. It's difficult to imagine that that's where we're at. But here we are. And so it goes. What else can we do? I can sit here and call it out. You can see it for yourself and put an end to it. That's what we have to do. It's on us. They've proven they're not going to protect the kids. So, here we are. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to have to be it for tonight. Thank you so very much for being here, especially if you stayed to the end. Remember, don't take my word for it. Definitely don't take their word for it. Be prepared to put in some effort and most importantly, use your brain if you really want to tap into the truth. Good night, everybody. You're listening to Tap Into The Truth.
establish this Constitution for the United States of America. in both Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.